Welcome to Vision. I'm so glad to see you here this morning. Weren't those songs great? We love our celebration singers here. Okay, now it's time to pray in. 
giving great thanks for this day. I'm in such gratitude for the sun that shines and for the water that quenches our thirst, for the food that we eat, for the life that we are living right here, right now, knowing that that life energy that is flowing through us is God. That life energy, which is beating our heart and breathing our breath and digesting that food, that is God. Because we know that spirit is all there is. God is all there is in whatever form it chooses to show up. So I know right here, right now, that I am that spirit knowing of itself in form. And just as I know it for myself, I know it for everyone here, that each one of us is an individualized expression of the divine life. It is a one-of-a-kind life, never before, never again, in form. And I know that spirit is driving all of it. Spirit is behind all life everywhere. So I give great thanks for that. I know that there is one life. It is God's life. It is whole, perfect, and complete. It lacks nothing. It has all the qualities that God is flowing through us and as us into the world. So giving great thanks for this moment in time as we come together across the miles. I just know love, peace, joy, harmony is the truth of us, all of us. And so it is. So good morning. How's everybody doing? You all hunkered down in your homes, sheltering in place like you're supposed to. I know what we're doing at home. Larry and I are doing um, gardening. We've created a vegetable garden. Boy, the rabbits love us because we plant new plants every afternoon and morning. And then, and then at night comes and the next morning, the only thing in the garden are little stems about so big. And the bunnies have had the rest of it. So, so we're feeding them them right now. One of these days we'll figure out what the right combination of things is. What we did last night was we planted marigolds around the edge of the garden because they say that bunnies don't like marigolds and they won't cross over and eat your vegetables. So there's a little hint for you if you're going to start a vegetable garden because it is spring. If you're going to start that vegetable garden, you just make sure you put marigolds around the edge. I'll let you know if it actually works or it's another one of those urban myths, okay? <laughs> okay. So I want to tell you about our licensed practitioners. They are here to pray with us and for us all, all week, all year, every day. That is what they do. That's the calling on their heart. And I want you to know while you're not here in this room, while you don't have that prayer request form in your hands, you can go to our website. There is a prayer request form on the website. Or you can call into the office. There is a prayer line. There is an extension that you can call into. And you can leave your prayer request there or on the website, um, however you would like to do it, please don't stop submitting those prayer requests because we are here to pray with you and for you all week. So please do that. Don't forget and don't, don't try to tough it out all by yourself because I know these are challenging times. So please um, submit those prayer requests. Even though you're not here, you can do it online or you can do it on the phone. Um, you, can, you can actually go to practitioners at visioncsl.com and submit them and it'll go right to the practitioner core here at Vision. Um, however we can serve you right now, long distance we are here to pray with you and to pray for you. Um, I, let's see, what else do I want to tell you? I want to talk about the, the welcome packets front page. It is a welcome that we say to our guests. And while you are our guests today, long distance, it still applies. So let's say it together. Okay, you ready? You with me? Whoever you are and wherever you are, you are welcome here. You are safe and you are loved. 
And we absolutely know this long distance just like we know it in the room here. So please know that. Take that information into your hearts. We are here with you as your spiritual community across the miles. From my heart to yours, we are one vision. And so now I'm going to turn it over to the celebration singers who will get us ready for meditation with the centering song. Good morning. My name is Donna Thomas, and I'm a licensed spiritual counselor here at Vision. Please take these quotes into your heart as we move into the silence and allow the tones of the bowl to bring you into and out of our five-minute meditation. Our first quote is from Emma Curtis Hopkins. For there is eternal light, eternal peace, eternal love, and it is here and now, wherever we are, forever wooing us to look toward it that we may find ourselves and our environments blessed with its everlasting newness. And from Ernest Holmes, the practice of truth is personal to each.
The memorial candle is burning for Lorraine, sister-in-law of Penny Carlberg, a friend of vision. Lorraine made her transition this past week. And we know that spirit is all there is. There is only the one. And we know that as Lorraine continues on her journey, her eternal journey, she is moving upward into the spiral of her next experience. And it is good, it is very good, for it is all spirit. And she is supported with love from her family, from her friends, and for everyone with whom she made contact, she is loved and she is supported on her journey. And I know that right here, right now, there is only one. There is the divine, there is spirit, there is God, there is first principle, there is whatever we choose to call it, there is only one. It is God. And it is right here, right now. It is in, around, and through each one of us. We are all individualized expression of this one, right where we are. And it is good. It is very good. And I know that as we go through these daily experiences with our ego and with ourself, that we are still guided by that divine from within that knows what is best for each and every one of us. And I know that when we get to a point where we might have a roadblock, spirit opens up a detour. So we know that we are on our right path. And spirit takes care of all of us. It is the love, it is the joy, it is the peace during these times, which can be challenging to our humanness, but spirit knows there is only perfection. We are guided and directed by this one, and it is a joyful experience to behold, to see what is laid out in front of us and how we respond. For we are these individualized expressions learning this experience that we are going through. And I know that as these times are moving forth, we are like a, a caterpillar that has now moved into the chrysalis and is waiting for its time to emerge at the perfect right time as this beautiful butterfly into its next experience. And it is all good. It is very good. And I give great joy in knowing this. And I know and remember that God is my source every moment. And I know that there is nothing for which we are lacking for anything, for God is all there is. It is laid out right in front of us. It is there for us to recognize, for us to embody, and for us to know and accept, and for us to be grateful of everything that we are given and to know that is all provided by the infinite. It is all good. It is all very good. And I am so blessed, and we are all so blessed for this vision community, for everyone that comes together to make this community a whole, a one unity. It is wonderful to see what develops and what comes forth from this. And we are so truly blessed to be a part of this vision community. And as I give great thanks and in gratitude and knowing that these words are never returned void, I release them into law knowing that they are made manifest. 
for it is all God, it is all spirit, it is all good. And together we say, and so it is. Here at Vision today, we are blessed and honored to have our special guest musician, Eddie, I forgot it, Eddie Watkins, Jr.
Well, that was wonderful. I'm so glad to hear from Eddie Watkins, Jr. It's always a pleasure when he sings for us. So this has been an interesting month of talks. You know, April was the month of bright beginnings. And it's, and it's really kind of an interesting thing at this point in time in our lives, right? Because we're looking forward to some bright beginnings. You know, being sheltered at home, it's like, when is this going to be over? When do we get to start again? All that kind of stuff. So, so it's been very interesting that this has been the month, and that's been the theme for the month of April, bright beginnings. And we started the month off with intentions and affirmations. Then the following week was leads to manifestations and transformations. And last week was new beginning. So, so taken all together, right, the whole month said intentions and affirmations lead to manifestations and transformations and new beginnings. So then we wind up here, a new you and a new world. And what I want to say about that is that change is inevitable, we live in a physical world. Change is inevitable. Change in the physical world happens. We can't stop it from happening. What we can do is we can direct that energy for specific changes, for specific conditions that outpicture, right? And Ernest Holmes said this. He said, we are living in a world of continual change, a world in which thought thing, and experience are all in a state of flux. It is the very nature of the universe that there should be continual change and variation. It is a living world, the creation of a living creative intelligence, not a static world created by a god now dead or departed and left to decay. No, it is vital and it is alive. The mind that created it is not apart from it, but always active in and through it. So you, so you can see where change is inevitable. It must happen. And we are always new. You know, when you think about it, right, we are always being born anew. We're reinventing ourselves all the time. We're being born every day, every minute, every hour, every new thought. We are being renewed. We are being renewed. And, you know, even our bodies are in a constant state of change, aren't they? You know that old urban myth, you know, that your body renews itself every seven years. It's completely different. You have all completely different cells in seven years, well, or seven to ten years, whatever the, the myth is. Well, you know, it turns out that that really is somewhat true. You know, depending on the cell, depending on the type of cell it is, I mean, some cells are replaced daily. Some cells take years and years to be replaced. Some are never replaced, right? Think about your digestive system, for example. The, the lining cells, the epithelial cells in your stomach lining or in your intestinal lining, they, they get changed so often, every couple of days, two, three, four days, they are completely changed because they have a really, really hard job, right? They have to live there in among all those digestive acids. So their turnover is very rapid. You know, skin, what about our skin? Our skin cells are replaced every two to four weeks. Um, bones take a while, 
Now, bones take a, a, a while. Although your bone cells are constantly regenerating, it takes about 10 years to totally renew your skeletal structure. And even that slows as we age. And that's how, uh, why, you know, our bones can become more brittle as we get older, because that process slows down. It slows from 10 years to whatever, you know. What about our blood cells? 90 to 120 days. That's about it. That's all they last. And we have new ones that are being made all the time from our bone marrow. Our liver cells, well, it takes a couple of years for our liver cells to be completely changed over. And your brain, well, here's the interesting part. Some parts regenerate, other cells in the brain, well, not at all. We have them for life, right? And here's a little interesting aside. I didn't know if you knew this or not, but do you know how we know all of this? Interesting. Interesting, you should ask. Okay. It is a bizarre and unexpected byproduct of nuclear testing from the 40s and the 50s that allow us to know this information about the lifespan of the human cells in our bodies. Really, honestly, above ground nuclear testing deposited in the atmosphere carbon-14 and it decays at such a predictable rate. So by testing the amount in our cells, we can absolutely know without a doubt how old they are. So, isn't that a little interesting tidbit? Anyway, so our bodies are in a constant state of change, right? We are constantly being renewed. We're constantly changing over. It is up to us to embrace the inevitable. Change is, change is happening all around us. Look at life. Seasons change. The tides go in and out. The phases of the moon change. You know, even if you were to get everything in your life exactly the way you want it, even if you get your house in perfect order at just the way you want it, change will happen, right? The grass will continue to grow. You're going to have to mow the grass all the time. The dust will settle on the furniture. You're going to have to, you're going to, have to dust. You're going to dirty dishes. You're going to have to clean them. The carpet is going to wear out. There is, there is change all around us, even when everything is perfect. So face it, when we're dealing with change, we just have to adapt. We just have to admit it, adapt to it, and know and embrace this idea of change. And just like it takes different amounts of time for different cells in our bodies to change, it takes different amounts of time for our thoughts to change. And time for those changed thoughts to then change and uh, to then manifest in our lives into changed conditions of our lives. And Ernest Holmes said this in 365 Science of Mind. He said, we do not change all of the patterns of our thought in a moment. Rather, it takes place little by little until gradually the old thought patterns become transformed into new ones by some inner alchemy of the mind, the operation of which we do not see, but the manifestation of which we do experience. So little by little, change happens, right? We practice thinking different thoughts. We practice changing our habit thoughts. That takes deliberate practice, right? We have to set aside time every single day to do that. It does, it just, changing our thinking just does not spontaneously happen. You have to know that, right? It takes practice on our part. It takes a commitment to a spiritual practice. Changing our thinking is a conscious practice. 
as we begin to examine how our lives got to be the way they were to begin with, right? We look over our lives, we look at our choice points, we look at how we made decisions to begin with. And what happens is we begin to see patterns emerge, right? We see we have made decisions based in fear, or we have made decisions based on safety, or, or insecurity, or out of loneliness, or perhaps we've made decisions based from low self-esteem. And then we wind up where we are based upon that, based on those false beliefs. So life gets to be the way it is because we've made decisions based on false beliefs. And then we come to a teaching like this, which, which says what? We begin to break down how We've made decisions from the past. Then we begin to access new tools from science of mind, like meditation, like affirmations, like visioning. And we practice believing the universe is a safe and loving place, even during times like this, right? I know you're sheltering at home. I am. We know that even though this coronavirus is out and about having its way, we know the universe is still a safe place. We can start treating ourselves and each other as if this is a safe and loving place because it is. We can start practicing making decisions based in love, based in joy, based in harmony with life. Not battling it, not trying to protect ourselves from it, not trying to hide ourselves away, right? But to make our decisions based in love, not fear. And Ernest Holmes said this, he said, we must know definitely and consistently that the universe is for us and not against us. Isn't that lovely? I'm going to say that again. We must know definitely and consistently the universe is for us and not against us. It is impersonal, yes, it is impersonal and infallible, which means it works the same way all the time and it works the same way in everyone's life. That's just the way it is. It outpictures using the same divine creative process for, for kings and paupers and everyone in between. The divine creative process works the same for all of us. God is love. God is good all the time, not just sometimes, right? There is no, you know, there is no old God that, that blesses some and curses others. That just does not exist. Our experience of life is the outpicturing of our predominant thoughts. That's what Ernest Holmes said. Our experiences in life are the outpicturing of our most predominant thoughts. And, and or actually, Ernest Holmes goes on to say this. He said, we may be quite emphatic in saying that we think the universe exists for the expression of spirit. And the human exists for self-expression because we are the expression of spirit. We are that. You know, so, so when we look around, we see spirit as everything and everyone. We see spirit's expression through us, as us in the world. We see all of the forms that spirit assumes as trees, as animals, as bugs, as fish. Everything in the manifest universe is spirit Inhabiting form, we see God's manifestations of life everywhere. And we see our most predominant thoughts about our lives outpicturing as effects in the world. 
Now, Wayne Dyer said, loving people live in a loving world. Hostile people live in a hostile world. It's the same world. So much of what we outpicture in our lives comes from within. It comes from those uh, uh, predominant thoughts and beliefs and feelings that we harbor within us, right? You know, we don't attract what we want. And this is, this is kind of the aside from, you know, those, those law of attraction movies and personalities and things, is that we have to understand we don't attract what we want. We attract what we are. And we have to understand that. Ernest Holmes said, as all is mind, as we attract to us what we first become, until we learn to love, we're not sending out love vibrations. And not until we send out those vibrations can we receive love in return. So we have to become that we, what we wish to experience. We must become that which we, we ex desire to experience. And when we change our thinking, we change those manifestations. When we explore our patterns, we will see things in our own patterns that we wish to change. Now here's where the work comes in, right? Once we start examining our lives and we see those patterns emerge, then it's up to us to change them. Our meditation practice allows us, it, it allows us to see ourselves from the point of view of divine mind. That's really what our meditative practice does. It unites us really consciously with that high, higher vision, right? With first cause. And we get to see ourselves. We get to be the observer in our own life, right? And, and so we can then see how, how these things operate in our lives, how they manifest, you know? We can, we can observe ourselves, oh, engaging in that silly behavior we do over and over again, or that scared reaction that we take all the time, or whatever. We can begin to view our own behaviors from the point of view of the observer, with non-attachment. And so we can see what those habit behaviors are. We observe from the standpoint of the observer, then we can explore the underlying false beliefs that cause that behavior without judgment and without condemnation. And when we get to that false belief, whether it's, you know, lonely or the universe is a scary place or, um, or you know, I'm afraid of life or nobody loves me or whatever that false belief is, we then can exchange it for a spiritual truth and make that our mantra, make that our affirmation, right? This is what Ernest Holmes referred to as the spiritual mental equivalent. We find the false belief, we find what has been driving our decision-making all this time, and then we replace it with that spiritual mental equivalent. It's like a painter changing the hue or the color of the subject on, on the canvas when both the painter and the subject are ourselves. That's really what we're doing. But like Ernest Holmes said, it's a gradual procedure, right? We said that in the beginning. A little at a time. It doesn't just happen overnight. Your life just does not overnight become the ideal scene that you've got in your mind. We must practice all the time.
We must practice all the time. Make it a new habit. Make affirmative prayer a new habit. Make meditation a new habit. Make visioning a new habit. Do not give up on yourself or your new thought, even when you don't see conditions around you changing. Because what's changing is beneath the level of your awareness. It is beneath the, the, the soil, right? It's beneath the surface. But know that change is occurring. And the other thing you need to do is love yourself through this new behavior that you are engaging in, these new patterns you're developing. You have to love yourself, forgive yourself. If you f fail one day, you just go right back to it the next day. You don't ever give up on yourself. You continue with the new habits and the new behaviors. The other thing you can do is seek support from like-minded people. Those people in your spiritual community, like the community of vision, those licensed practitioners are there to help us, to serve us, to guide us when we are taking on these new thoughts. So get yourself a practitioner. There's a whole list of them on our website. Call one of them. Put one on retainer. Get one as your guide through these times so that when you are practicing these new habits you want to adopt based on your spiritual truth and not your false belief, you can have that support. You can have someone knowing the truth for you when you've temporarily forgotten it right? The other thing we need to do is get out of our comfort zone. We need, when, when you are engaging in a new belief it, that requires you to change, you have to be willing to do the things that you've never done before because that's how change happens. So you ha that, that takes us right out of our comfort zone, right? You know, there's an old saying I remember from PTA. It said, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you always got. That's true in life. If you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you always got. So breaking the habits, breaking the old habits based on the false beliefs and, and adopting new habits based on spiritual truths require us to try new things, to get out of our comfort zones, to engage in risk behavior. You know, making new habits to create new behaviors, to manifest new outpicturings takes risk. You have to be willing to assume that. We have to do things in new ways to become new. And then, you know what happens after a while? After a while, the new habits start to become second nature. After a while, we just begin to automatically do what we've been struggling to keep doing. After a while, we begin to notice these new things are automatic. We look into the rearview mirror of life and we see to our surprise how long it's been since we used those old behaviors, those old habit patterns, those old fear thoughts. We realize how long it's been that we have been incorporating these new ways of being. It is slow, it is subtle, and yet it is steady if we continue to make our practice steady. It is our higher self, and this is what I love about this whole thing. It is our higher self that we're really letting out to, to engage in the world. It's our higher nature, right? It's the divine self. We're letting out to play, right? It's the best of us. Right? That we're letting out to play without ego, without fear, without self-doubt. We've left all of those false beliefs behind us. Right? We, be, we slowly become that fully self-actualized self in the world. 
That's the self that we were meant to be. That's the self spirit knows us to be. And that's the one that we engage in life with when we are basing our habits on spiritual truths. We begin living what uh, Lao Tzu called the four nature, the four, four virtue natures, the four virtue natures, right? Lao Tzu said, uh, the first one is reverence for all life, right? We absolutely, when we are living from our highest selves, we are honoring all life in all form. Everywhere we look, we're seeing God in form. How can we not honor that, right? And the second virtue is natural sincerity. That means we walk our talk. Natural sincerity is our mind and our heart and our feet are all going in the same direction. We are united in our belief and we are absolutely practicing that belief in the world. We are being our beliefs in the world. And then gentleness is the third virtue. Gentleness, uh, the Dalai Lama said it best when he said, my religion is very simple. My religion is kindness. And that's what we're talking about here. Gentleness is just that, just looking upon life and being gentle with all of it. Everyone is struggling. Everyone has a challenge. Everyone is in their own stuff. So we can look at everyone in that gentle nature. And the fourth virtue is supportiveness, being there for others in any way we can. You know, particularly now, I know supportiveness is so, so important. Just to call somebody, you know, vision, call, call one of your vision friends, uh, check in on them, send cards, you know, snail mail is great at this particular point in time, or, or even an email or an email card. Just check in with each other and just let, let each other know we're here for each other. We will process through this and we'll be back together in no time at all, right? But that supportiveness, it, 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 it's an offer for someone else, but it really helps us. And Ernest Holmes said, as the human gives way to the divine in all people, we all become the Christ. And that's what we're talking about. This new you, this new world, when we come out again and we reunite, it is a new world. We are new people. And those small steps at a time, thought by thought, belief by belief, we transform ourselves, we transform our communities, we transform the nation, we transform the planet, we transform the world. We do. And we will be new ourselves, and it will be a new world. Thank you so much. So glad you tuned in. Good morning, San Diego. Eddie Watkins, Jr. here. And I am delighted to be here with you at Vision CSL this morning. Just as the sun gives its nourishing light To bring forth the flowers to summer's delight As time and forgiveness heals all wounds, it's true So to begin again, making all things new
As summer gives way to the colors of fall And autumn surrenders to winter's call As the earth she embraces the seed of the fruit And knows just what to do Making all things new Making all things new Making all things new For me and for you Making all things new Making all things new Making all things new For me and for you Making all things new As our loved ones move on and are laid to rest In our hearts they'll remain and live on as we bless The woman with child soon this world born into Great things they may do as the promise comes true for me and for you, making all things new, making all things new, making all things new for me and for you, making all things new. Making all things new Making all things new For me and for you Making all things new Namaste Hi, wasn't that wonderful? Thank you, Eddie. He's just so terrific. I, I just, I can never get enough of his voice. It's so amazing. Anyway, now it's time for Conscious Circulation, and this is our opportunity to give back to those people, places, and things that support us spiritually, and I really hope Vision is that place for you, and I invite you to make a donation right here, right now. There is a donation button right down at the bottom of... Um, the, in the dialogue box, I think. It'll take you to a place where you can make a donation. It's so, so important, particularly at this time, that we support our spiritual communities while we're away uh, so that they'll be here when we get back, right? We want to be able to support ourselves through this time of separation to keep the home fires burning for you. So this place will be here when you get back and our musicians and our singers and everybody will be paid and will be supported by us through this time. So please be generous with your donations. Um, help us stay here and continue to broadcast and, and keep the doors open for you for when we get back together as a, as a group. So 
if you are choosing to give today, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. It keeps, keeps everything going, right? Money keeps it lubricated. So if you are choosing to give today, thank you so much. You have the gratitude of uh, the core council and myself. So please just um, let's pray. Let's pray abundance. I know that God is abundance. I know that it is a limitless quality. I know it flows through us and as us into the world. I know that as I look around the world, I see abundance in all of its forms. And I know that it's spiritual abundance. And when I see the grains of sand on a beach or leaves on the trees or the grass under our feet, we know the abundant, lavish nature of God. We know that this nature is our nature and that abundance flows through us as we accept it body and believe and demonstrate. I know that we give gratefully. I know that we accept graciously. I know that we stand in the river of God's abundance always. We allow it to flow through us. We know it is an eternal law of giving and receiving, and we are so grateful. And so it is. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> it's so good to have you back. <laughs> I was up here dancing to the giving song. That's why I'm laughing. Anyway, now is time for the Miracle Minute. And what I would love for you to do is write down in the dialog box your demonstration of answered prayer this week. And what I'd really like for you to do is to send us a miracle uh, occurrence in your life, to share with us a demonstration of answered prayer that I can speak uh, to next week. You can just send them into info 
info at Vision CSL or send them to me, Reverend Patty, Rev Patty at Vision CSL. We would love to hear your demonstrations of answered prayer during this time of separation. It really motivates us and it keeps us uh, in, in, right, in our spiritual practice, doing what we need to be doing. And so please share those demonstrations of answered prayer with us so that we can speak to them right here from the platform. Okay, so now I think it is time for the last word by Johnny Kirko. And here he comes. Yeah, this is the here's Johnny part. <laughs> Do I tell you guys how much I miss you? You know, uh, every, every week I get to hear here's Johnny and it is dead in this room. I'm waiting for you to get back here and we can do that because that's really all I do each week is just about me. It's about me, allaboutme.com. So uh, Reverend Patty is continuing to uh, do the Uplift program that we have every single day at 1 o'clock. It's, it's set up for um, on Facebook. We do it at 1 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time or Pacific Daylight Time now. And it's available also on our website. And we're going to be doing that. Uh, I do that about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So it'll be available for you to be able to watch. You can go to our website. At any time, just go scroll down to the middle of the page. You will see uh, both the Sunday service and the uplifts. I want to mention this week, we've got some special, special uplifts. And one that's just going to blow your, blow your mind out. It's really, really cool. I'm excited to hear. I'm not telling you who it is but it's a, bit, it's a big name. So anyway, we're excited. Plus, all, all of our wonderful people are doing it too. So I want to mention also our online donations. So is there still ways to do the online donations? Go to our website. There's a donate, donations button right at the top left. Click on the button. It'll go through all the instructions on how to do Donate to Vision. We, we appreciate your support. Um, uh, we are getting uh, checks coming in and stuff, so thank you very much for that, you guys, as Reverend Patty talked a little bit about. Um, also, I want to mention, if you want to go and start doing... Uh, uh, auto tithing so those are set up there as well so just click onto the donation button thank you thank you thank you for all your support next week reverend patty will be back her talk title is and the beat goes on hmm. and the beat goes on and the beat goes on isn't that reverend patty came up with these talk titles months ago but man they are really relevant today so I want to mention also Eddie Watkins Jr. Thank you, Eddie Watkins, for being here today. Uh, what an amazing musician. We love you. We can't wait for you to be on tour. We're going to have you back here in San Diego doing a concert. Um, also, I want to mention, we don't know who's going to be uh, the guest soloist next week, but what we're kind of doing right now is we're going to be out in the, uh, into the world and trying to find musicians who can come and uh, uh, give us music. So if you have somebody that you just love and adore, put it right now on your Facebook. Give us some names of people that you want. I, I know Katie Moore, you've got names for me already, but go ahead and fill those out. Let us know who, you, who you're thinking. Uh, we can't wait to bring some more. Karen Drucker's coming back too. So anyway, thanks a lot. Now it's time for our affirmations. I know that they'll, they'll be up on the screen. I have them here in my hand, so let's say them together. Are you ready? You with me? Okay. I make a difference by simply showing up. My actions are intentional and align with my goals. Good flows to me. Good flows from me. And I really love that last one. It's just such a universal truth. It is true for us now and always. So let's say number three again. Good flows to me. 
good flows from me. Absolutely. It just reminds me of being in the river of God's abundance all the time. We are surrounded by our good. We're immersed in it. It is within us. And we just let it flow all around us into our experience of life. Okay, let's pray out giving great thanks for this day, for all of the wonderful talent we have around us, the singers and the musicians, and the celebration singers, all of the good that we have right here, right now, the practitioners who support us every single day, whether we, whether we remember or not, they're praying on our behalf always, knowing and accepting that there is good, that God is good all the time, always and in all ways. We know God is the good that we are. And as Emma Curtis Hopkins said, it is the good we ought to have. Absolutely. It is ours. It is given freely. It is up to us to say yes, to accept, and to, and to walk as if, knowing and accepting we are surrounded by a loving God, a loving universe. We are surrounded by the giving nature of God. The gift has already been given. We say yes, 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 yes. And so it is. Amen. Thank you.